The Reaper, the Maelstrom, and the Thief is a Dungeons and Dragons show by Rollcast, intended for mature audiences. It contains mature themes, strong language, violence, and drug references. Full content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello and welcome back to the table. Um, as usual, I'm Tom, your DM, and I am joined by um, Ragnarok, our half orc bard, played by JB. Yo. Gregor, our dragonborn cleric, Good played evening. by Coogan. And of course, Ivok, our human monk, played by Gaz. Good day. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Welcome, uh, Tom, everybody, our dungeon master. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Much appreciated. I've been meaning to do that for the past 25 sessions or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're quite, a f- quite a few sessions in at this point. And speaking of which, we'll jump straight back into what happened last session because, oh boy, a lot happened. So, with the group still outside of Salt Harbour, but having finally scaled down the waterfall, they continued with their mission to smuggle in the crate of Wormwood for Aja Clarara. Ultimately though, this ended in failure when Rag and Gregor were spotted next to the perimeter by a particularly astute guard. Though this did not end their mission, Ivex's attempt at causing a distraction did. Pulling out the rubber ducky of terror, he squeezed it and activated an, as yet, unknown ability. It began to honk louder and louder until it caused everyone in the vicinity to black out. When they awoke, it was morning and an unknown amount of time had passed. Worried, Rag volunteered to enter the town by the docks in order to check whether their contact had already left. He managed this with relative ease, though to the dock workers and the guards at the dock, it was a strange sight to see a fully armoured half-orc pull himself out of the sea in the early morning. Because of this, one guard confronted Rag, and thinking fast, he managed to convince the guard that he had left the town earlier that day, and had simply returned that way for a morning swim. Although the guard was convinced, he informed Rag that he would need to go back to the gates so that he could be logged in. At the gates themselves, the guards were unable to find Rag's records for that morning, and instead only found him leaving on Wednesday night over 24 hours ago. Luckily, the guard on shift that night was known for not being particularly thorough in his job. And so the blame was shifted onto him as to why Rag and his friends had not been signed back in. Doing as the guards asked, Rag submitted his details, thanked the guards, and set back out to bring Ivok and Gregor back inside. During this event, Ivok and Gregor grew increasingly worried. Because of this, they decided that the best course of action would be to simply ditch the crate within the river. Before they did this though, Gregor cut up in the crate, flooding the area with the smell of wormwood, so that they would sink in the water. Seconds after they dumped the crate, the water changed colour ever so slightly, almost imperceptibly. They noticed this, and ran quickly back to the entrance of Salt Harbour, where they met up back up with Rag, and explained their actions to him. Once the tree had finally signed back into Salt Harbour, they spent the morning trying to remember what had happened and what they were meant to do that day. 
Luckily, they remembered they were to re- meet the Reaps outside of their manor before setting off on the expedition. Once there, Ebchar introduced the rest of the team to them, who are as follows. Dravlin Temple, a hobgoblin priest who would provide information where possible. Fu Houston, a quiet and measured human who would be providing protection. Raynor Iverkill, a loud and brash elf who seemed to have had previous run-ins with Fu, also providing additional protection. And finally, Redmond Charlesworth, a hyperactive but well-meaning human archaeologist. After their introductions, Amrius explained that they would be setting off within the hour, and intended for them to travel until sunset. Before they could set off though, he noticed Bimit's absence, and after chastising the group for losing him, allowed them a short amount of time to find him once again so they could bring him on the mission. During his time with the guards, Ragged overheard how a small creature had killed numerous chickens and set fire to farms within the outer residential area. With this information, Ivik set out for the farms, whilst Gregor headed to the Baneful Squid, and Rag set off for the financial district, all of them looking for Bimit. Although Ivik was unsuccessful in Bimit, locating Bimit himself, he did learn from the farmers that the small creature that attacked their farm and chickens was indeed their friend, and he had appeared to do the act on the same night as their smuggling mission. Sensing that he was beginning to let on more than he should, Ivik departed from the depressed and angry farmers before they realised he knew who the culprit was. As Rag searched in the financial district, he came across a particularly irate Aja. Although he tried to flee into the slums, he was soon apprehended by the dwellers there and was forced to speak to Aja. After explaining what had happened, Aja initially appeared to be understanding of the matter, but this quickly changed when he placed a bracelet on Rag's wrist a bracelet that would kill Rag if he left the Lunar District before he either returned the crate or the amount the crate was worth, incorrectly said to be 40,000 gold pieces by Aja. If he left the district before then, it would inject him with deadly poison and kill him. Thinking that this was far too much money, Rag bartered bartered with Aja and offered up Bimit along with 10,000 gold pieces. Aja took interest on this and agreed allowing Rag to leave and return within the hour. At the tavern, Crumb immediately informed Gregor that he had taken a very bloody Bimit to Rag's room and left him inside. Bribing Crumb, Gregor gained the key to Rag's room and let himself inside. After chatting to Bimit for a short while, he realised the little dragon was sat on a badly hidden, large mound of gold, which Bimit called his hoard. As the dragon accidentally let slip more and more details of what happened the night of the fire, Gregor realised that the fire might not have been the accident Rag had made it out to be. Or at the very least, the the large amount of gold Rag had taken signified that not all was as it seemed. Overcome by rage, Gregor smashed up the room, prompting Crumb to come up and see what was happening. As he stormed out of the room, Gregor tossed Crumb 300 gold pieces from Rag's pile to cover the damages and took another 500 himself. Left alone with Bimit, Crumb inquired if Bimit actually eats the gold, whilst tentatively holding a piece out to the dragon. Storming out of the tavern, Gregor was left wondering whether he should confront Rag now, or find Ivok first and inform him of his discovery. Though now, only 50 minutes remained until the expedition group set off. 
And yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened last time, guys. So yeah, Gregor, the last that we were with you, you had just stormed out. Yes. However, before we pick back up with Gregor, we're going to just quickly hop over to Rag, who is currently still just kind of kind of milling around the financial district you're you're starting to wonder if you should head back or not but i want you to roll me an in just a straight up intelligence check with advantage uh not intelligence not intelligence no anything else <laughs> is this because oh, you've right. got very low intelligence by any chance no it's because we don't Oh, yeah. sorry, no, yeah, we do have intelligence, don't we? So never mind. I thought it was the wrong yeah. thing. It's questioning DM. Oh, I wouldn't mind that. I was going to say, it's tempting <laughs> to take I away find that it. advantage. That's a, that's a natural 20. <laughs> Glorious. Okay, so, Rag, yeah, as you're starting yeah, to head up. back, it's tempting to check that after after that little just, outburst just from him. <laughs> I mean, he can, but is it is it going to be, you know, impartial? But yeah, Rag, so as you are starting to walk down, you just think to yourself, hang on one second. And in your in your like orcish brain, it just kind of like takes you a split second and then you just think If that crate costs if the if the wormwood in that crate cost one gold per pound, and there were four hundred pounds of wormwood in that crate, then Arja has yeah, ours just overcharged you a little bit. That's a that's a big inflation mischargement there. So yeah, you have now realised that Arja has actually uh, charged you a little bit too much. Yeah, you're you're pretty much uh, where the arena is, or the the remnants of the arena. Just gonna look around and see if I can see him. Um. Is your, is your, to the um, to the statue of the dark area. That's where he's going to meet me. Yeah, as you're as you're looking around, like trying to search for him, you can see that he is just like you said before. He is making his way to the statue itself. He's not actually reached it yet, but he's he's already walking that way. Aja. He kind of he's he, he's still walking. And as you shout, he literally stops like mid-step. His foot's like still in the air. He just kind of like pivots on his foot that's still on the ground, just turns to you. Smooth. Yeah. No, just hang on a second. I've just had a little bit of a thought, and did you not say that you could charge this what you would the the currency of this wormwood was uh, one gold per pound. Yeah, like uh, a stick of a stick of it's uh, five silver, and that's half a pound. So Ten an entire pound would be pound, which is one gold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And how how much how many pounds were in this crate? Did you say four hundred? Well, about four hundred, give or take. So that means four hundred gold. Correct. Just kind of, um, he tilts, he cocks his head slightly, not like incredulously, but like he's thinking. He kind of puts his hand to his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee. 
I, uh, it's a good thing you caught that. May have overcharged you. It is. It is a good thing I've caught yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, all right then. Yeah, four hundred gold. We'll call it call it quits. Was you trying to um, to pull a fast one there? Just kind of <laughs> no Ragnarok, Ragnarok. Trust me when I say I wasn't. It's just been a it's been a rough day, you know. Other stuff on my mind, and when I've got to come back and deal with a fuck up, it's you know other stuff on my mind. Hmm. Well, then let me tell you this. Yeah. I will get you your four hundred gold, no problem. Ah, huh, that's good to know. That's good to know. But the deal of the dragon is off the table. Oh, certainly. A dragon is worth far, far more than 400 gold. Exactly. Yeah, apologies about that. I, Like you said, I got my got my numberings all messed up and... Well, 40,000 gold is a lot of gold. It is a lot of gold. I just, I but just no, yeah. it's very strange how you could have, uh, how you could have messed that up. Well, maybe if you roll an insight check, you could see. Ooh, that's a bird. Go on then. <laughs> roll insight. Disadvantage, unfortunately, is back though. As soon as you guys are still exhausted. Six. You're not quite able to. You're you're pretty much just taking Azure at face value. He's said that he's had a bit of a bad day. He looks like he's had a bit of a bad day. He's a bit bedraggled. He's even though he's in an um, even though he's an edge in Assey, he looks like he's got like a, a couple of beads of sweat running down the side of his face. But you can't really tell what's caused any of that. And we keep this between us again. Oh, of course, of course. Of hey, you're uh, you're part of the family now, the Dark Area family. We we keep it, everything, you know, shum, hush, hush. Mm. That of course means that you uh you can't be telling your friends anything that you see in the Dark Area. Uh, you, you know, I presume you know where the baneful squid is, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, Crom, he's a good man. So if I leave uh, this four hundred with Crom. To collect later. Hmm. So Using a food pie. Smart. Covers your own tracks. If, uh, if if it's not you who's handed me it. Yeah. Yeah, we got a deal. Just kind of holds his hand out to you. Just grabs your hand and shakes it. It's nice to see that we've got this deal going. A little bit of trust between us, and you'll be uh you'll be allowed further into the dark area at this rate. Just as long as you don't fuck anything else up. Yeah, well, let's see. <laughs> yeah, well, with you as quite a tendency of, uh, of endless possibilities. Let's just leave it at like that. It does, it does. But to be quite honest, Rag, you guys are the first ones who have uh, failed the initiation in such a manner. Well, it's bound to happen one day. Oh, of course, of course. Anyway. You'd best be off, because I kind of like just looks up at the sun. I reckon you've got about maybe forty-five minutes until that expedition of yours is uh, setting off. And if there's one thing you don't want to do, piss off Ebcha. Mm. You're very smart. Well, 
let's let's say this is our parting parting words. Me and Epcha, we're we're quite old friends. Hmm. So trust me. We'll when talk I... more about this later. Oh yeah, maybe when you guys uh, when you guys gets back, you can buy me a drink. Maybe we will. Glorious. Good luck on your travels. I'll uh, I'll pop into the Baneful Squid and just kind of looks up again. Around about an hour. Yeah, any time after an hour is fine. Good, good. With that, he just kind of nods at you and just kind of like just leans back against the uh, statue. Okay. With that, I will turn and head towards the the tavern then. Okay, so you're heading towards the tavern. Um, Ivor, what are you doing? Well, am I still with these characters at, um, where we met up? Raynor, Charles, Raynor, Ivor, and all that lot. Uh, no, since that, since those guys were introduced to you, you were on your mission or on your mini mission to find Bimit. You'd gone to the outer, like residential area, where some fires oh. had been set, and you'd started heading back. Um, do you know where Ivok is heading back to? Yeah, well, I suppose I'd go to the tavern then, because if I was looking for him, I'd have just go to the tavern because I know we're going soon. So That's true. Okay. Uh, first roll with this. Right, both you and Ivok are pretty much getting back to the tavern at the same time. You're like kind of coming around the corner from the financial district as Ivok, you are kind of like heading down the stairs from the inner residential area. As you both kind of like turn the corner onto the road that leads to the Baneful Squid, um, you kind of like just look out and see each other. Ah, Rag, there you are. Oh, Ivok, did you, did you find him? No, I haven't. I've been everywhere I can. I'm, it looks like our time is running short. Shit, neither did I. Maybe, uh, maybe Gregor has had better luck than ourselves. Yeah, Gregor came here to the tavern, yeah? Yeah, I've your... gone looking around this area, yes. Let's have a look your... inside then. As you're saying this, as you're saying, let's have a look inside. The doors just kind of like <laughs> slam like straight open and. Gregor comes storming out with not a very happy look on his face. Ah, speak of the devil. There he is, fucking hell, Gregor. <clears throat> I just look at Rag. He's upstairs in your room. And then just... I'll meet you all back at the gate where everyone else is. Just is storm it, off. Is, is he? Oh. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll head straight upstairs to the room. Give a wave to Crum on the way through if he's there. Uh, Crum is not there at the moment. Um, okay. you you kind of like walk through the doors that are still kind of swinging slightly, you know, like on their hinges. Um, Ivor, are you following or? Uh, well, I think you stormed off, have you, Greg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hmm. oh, I'm peculiar. I mean, I'll walk into the tavern. Um, yeah, so as you enter into the tavern, um, Ivok, Rag has already, you can hear Rag's footsteps just kind of like heading up the stairs. Um, there's no one in this tavern at the moment. It's very quiet. Um, not even Crumb's there at this moment in time. 
Is he up there? Rag, as you um, as you head up the stairs and you kind of like head towards a room, you see that the door is open and it it looks a bit damaged. Rag, just give us a minute. Uh, is it cracked mm -hmm. open so it's already open? You said. Yeah, it's like where the hinge is, like on the joint of the hinge and the door itself. The hinge itself is fine, but the wood where the hinge is connected to it is cracked downwards. Slowly creak open the door and peek my head around. As you peek your head around, you see that your room is an absolute tip now. There's a couple of things that have been smashed up. Um, there is gold scattered around the place. Bimit's on the bed. Crumb's not in that room. Bimit? Gin's returned! What the hell has happened? Larger kin entered room. Larger kin not happy with Bimit. Or Orc kin. Larger kin smashed room. Why did Gregor smash the room? <laughs> he was not happy with our horde. You mean, you mean the gold? Yes, the gold. The yummy, delicious gold. He's found... How, how could you let him find it? I... Bimit did not let him find it. Larger kin, dragon kin, open door himself. So, Bimit. Where have you been? Went very dizzy then for a second with this voice. Orkkin did not feed Bimit, so Bimit had to find Bimit's own food. Orkkin couldn't feed Bimit because Bimit wasn't around. Because Orkkin disappeared. <coughs> he was one minute, follow. Bimit was, was. One minute, Bimit was next to statue with Orkkin. The next, Orkkin disappeared, and Bimit was left alone. Bimit waited for an hour. Ragnarok! Time waits for no man. I'm sure yes. the same happens for orcs. Yes! Uh, I've found him. He's here. Come on, we've got um, somewhere to go. Yeah, with that, I'll quickly scurry, scurry over to the bed. Is Bimit on the bed? Bimit's still on the bed. Um, right. Kind of like sat on a lot of the gold. As you approach, he just kind of shuffles a bit. Yeah, I'm going to scoop him off the bed, lift the covers back, I'm going to pummel this gold into my bag of holding. As you do, you just kind of, you kind of like scoop him off. It's kind of like, you know, like if you, if a cat's on the edge of something and it falls off, it just like, just lands on its feet, just, We'll go and get some steaks. You need to leave them in. And we need to find uh, so what did you tell? What did you tell him? Did you tell, as I'm scurrying this into the bag, did you tell him anything? Bimit told it. Um, Dragonkin asked Bimit where we got hoard from. Bimit tell him, little angry man gave hoard. Why did you tell him that? Bimit cannot lie to Kin. 
Well, that's just great then, isn't it? In this family, we may not lie to you, or dragon kin, or small little human kin. You mustn't say anything else until we have this all sorted. You're doing some. Bimit try, but Bimit cannot lie. I'm gonna pick him up. I just the well, not scruff, but the back of his skin. So as you're picking him, him up, close hold him close. I want you to roll me a perception check as you pick him up, please. I'm gonna start walking upstairs as well. <laughs> Yeah, as you're picking him up, you can just hear Ivok's footsteps slowly, but surely starting to come up the stairs. Just like a... 17. You haven't got time for this. Um, Bimit feels a fair bit heavier than the last couple of times that you picked him up, and he also seems a little bit bigger. Uh, okay, well, as I've got him, uh, holding to my face, so not another word. <laughs> He I'm, now I'm, seems... trying to, I'm going to try and in intimidate him with that. Alright, roll intimidation against Bimit. Ah, shit. It's going to have to be a good one. 11. So you're kind of like holding him up, like not another word. And he's just kind of like just blows smoke out from his nostrils at you. Like, your vision is obscured for a split second by the smoke. Um, with that, I'll carry on. Have I got all my gold in my bag? How much gold did, did you stop? say you had again? Um, I have got 36,770. And that's after Gregor's taken that 800. Uh, I've removed that off my... Yeah, okay. Um... You want to roll me another perception check? Uh, ten. Okay. Minus another four hundred gold from that. Uh, any specific to another reason? You just know that you um, are, at this point in time, you're around about 1,200 gold lighter in total. Right, well, this this gold is in my head, and I really want to get it in this bag, so if I haven't done it, I would like to immediately go back to putting it back. Yeah, you, you've, you've, you've kind of, like, you've tried your intimidation with Bimet and just dropped him on the floor, and you're now just scooping the gold in. But, yeah, there definitely seems to be a... a not, like, an incredibly large amount less, but there does seem to be a noticeable amount less than there was. Right, and with that then, uh, I'm going to throw <clears throat> some of this stuff that's on the floor, <clears throat> the wardrobes or whatever that's been knocked over, I'm going to start making some noise and throwing it around. Okay, um, you're starting to throw this around. Ivith, you're literally just like stood in the doorway as he's throwing stuff around. Only only if I know that Ivith's coming up the stairs though, actually. Uh, okay, the, the footsteps have stopped at this point. Did I hear him in the first place? Uh, well, Ivik, did you tell him you were coming up? Uh, well, no, I was grumbling, I was coming up. But to be honest, what I am going to do, just being as what I was going to do, is just bang on the door. 
like yeah that's fair enough yeah you you start you know you've got all your gold in and you just hear this on the new door Ragnar, come on we got we, we, we failed our last mission we've got to get to this one on time uh with that then if i've got everything that i need um i'll check around have a quick glance around the room see if there's anything i've left and um, i'll just open the door just enough for me to fit through look at Bimit. come on on the shoulder they may kind of jump. Sorry, gone. What was all that noise? What noise? Uh, doesn't matter. Come on. Have you done wasting time? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. With Bimit um, jumping, with Bimit jumping onto your shoulder, he does feel a fair bit heavier than before. Like, bef you know, um, he feels heavier than he used to. Ah, oh, there you are. I've not seen you for a good while. He doesn't respond. <laughs> doesn't say anything. No. However, you can tell that he looks. Whereas before, he was like the size of like a um, King Charles. He's now about the size of a collie. Right. Be growing. I'm just, just that walking, walking down the stairs. I'm just going to grab four hundred gold. Oh, of my bike. If you do, you kind of like feel Bimit's neck just kind of like reach down, like from your shoulder towards where the gold is. Not now, Bimit. <clears throat> um, Ivok. I'm putting this gold in my hand. Uh, I'm going to pay this. And I will sort it out later. But I bumped into Aja on the way to to have a look for Bimit. Uh, he wasn't too pleased about our mission. Oh. Uh, and he uh, he put this fucking bracelet on me. So I couldn't leave the Lunar District. And if I did, then it'll shoot some poison down me and kill me. And then he's going to find us all and kill us. Unless we pay him the money that we owe him for the crate. So here's 400 gold. I need to leave it with Crumb. He's coming to pick it up. And I've also forgot to ask him to remove this fucking bracelet, so I'm going to have to go back. Okay, um, well, I suppose we, uh, that best be done post-haste, then. I must yeah, but I feel slightly responsible, though. Uh, maybe it should be a, a bill I should pay. Well, it's a bill we should all, we should all pay, but let's just sort of out later, because the time is of an essence here, and we just need to get going, so... Here's the money. Uh, we need to find Crumb. I couldn't see him on the way in. Do you know where he is? Indeed. You demonstrate your wiseness. No, which is rather irregular. He's normally here, isn't he? Are you guys down the... Are you walking down the stairs? Or? Yeah, walking down the stairs. If you're, yeah, walking down the stairs, and you actually reach the bar, like the bar floor itself, you just see Crumb then just walk out of the stock room. Ah, Crumb! Ooh. Forgot your name. <laughs> no, you were not. There we go. Sorry, Ray. What brings you uh, back? I'm assuming it's the dra It just kind of like looks at Bimit on your shoulder. Ooh, see me, didn't you? Mm, Enjoy yes. your snack. Chrome, I don't have time for this. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> How about you, Ivor? Are you alright? Chrome, Chrome, Chrome. Good, good, yes. <laughs> We are running a bit short time. We're running a bit short. Oh, well, that's all you had to see. You was that you were uh, running out of time. You didn't have to. Somebody be is coming in within the hour to collect something. 
Could you tell me who it is? Yeah, it's either Aja or one of his companions. Well, because... I hope it is Aja because these right. uh, his companions could be anyone. Yeah, it could be anybody, but I'm sure it'll get the message. Um, here's 400 gold. Do not take Ooh, it. Okay. I'm not gonna. Red what do you take me for? The conjurer. Bar, keep it on your person until Aja comes to collect. Um, okay. As soon as he does, pay him off. That's it. Nothing okay. else said. Just pay him, and it'll be done. Okay. Yes. That sounds good to me. Uh, so However, as a, as a hand, you want I'm five sorry. gold for it. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> for my discretion, you see. I'm, with that, then I'm going to put, go close to him, put the money into his hand, and I'm going to whisper into his ear. Go on. Let's just say we'll call it even with the room. Kind of drops it in. Oh, you mean all the stuff that's in the room? Goodbye, Crumb. Turn around and walk away. Oh wait. Just one second, just one second, I've got something for the dragon up there. Did you get the stakes in? No, I've got something else he likes though. Yeah? Oh yes, so he, from the five gold that you gave him, he picks up a gold coin and just kind of tentatively reaches up to Bennett's mouth. It's alright, you can have this one. And I didn't give him five gold though. He just takes that out of the bag. It did say five gold for my discretion. <laughs> just holds it, holds it up towards Bimit. Sorry, you can have it. And as he does, Bimit just kind of like up, just eats the gold. I'll give him another. Fucking bastard! I'll hand him another five gold. Thanks for make the sure that Crum, make sure there's four hundred there when he arrives. Of course, I will actually go through it and just double check. But yeah, you best be on your way, and I'll make sure yeah. that it's all good. Speaking of that, though, uh, the last time we spoke, you was due to get some steaks in in the afternoon. Uh, days have gone by since then, so I'll take all the steaks oh. that you've got right now. Oh, yes, of course, of course. Just as DM for a second, did you pay for those steaks? I don't believe you did. No, because I didn't receive them yet. That's correct. All right, I've got, I've got a healthy sum. Of five steaks. Yeah, okay, what do you want for them? I would like. Just, what would I like for them? Three gold apiece. Yeah, alright. It'll be 15 gold. Yeah, let's just get on with it. So, uh, do you give him the 15 gold then? Yeah, I give him the 15 gold. At that, he just holds out another gold piece towards uh, Bimit again. Just one more for the road. Bimit just kind of. Chomps it down, it'll go get you your steaks. Just heads Bimit, off. Can I see that Bennett swallowed that coin? He's kind of like, yeah, he's swallowed it. Uh, do you do anything or do you just kind of like watch him on your shoulder? With the time I've got, I've got no, no time to play on it, so no. Okay, in which case, Ivor, because you're waiting for Crumb to come back out, do you want to roll me a percent? Actually, yeah, Ivor, because you're stood slightly further away as well, anyway. Crumb's in the back room. You can just see him going, steak, steak, steak. Where is the steak? Ooh, there's the steak. Five steaks. Bison steaks. Coming back with steaks. Steak, steak, steaks. What's your rule? So, Crumb comes back out with these five steaks. That'd be a. Uh... 
disadvantage. Oh yes, of course, with disadvantage. Sorry, well remembered. All right, guys. Crumb comes out and gives you these five stakes, Rag. As he does, Bimit kind of once again reaches and stretches down. As he's doing that, Greg, uh, Ivok, you could swear that Bimit has run again a little bit more. Well, by Sirix Thunder. <laughs> that Rag. <laughs> What's up? Bimit, he just got bigger. No, we didn't. He did. So he just ate that gold, and then he just got big. So uh. look, I'll pull him off my shoulder and hold him in front of me. Yeah, so he's now gone from the size of a collie to a slightly larger collie. That's supposed to be he has. Just give him a little bit. <laughs> Maybe not here. Oh yeah. Oh fuck it. Yeah, go on. I'll throw him the gold in his mouth. <laughs> just is this, yeah, is this hissing at you? Just like because you're holding him by your scruff. Just launch a coin. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a second, but you actually feel him just tiny bit heavier. Oh, this gonna be handy. This one, Rag. I feel it. Whatever we, whatever we, we can feed him golden, maybe, but we can we can turn him into a, a fully grown dragon in no time. <laughs> As you're, as you're doing this, Crumb just kind of looks at you. Oh yes, it seems like gold is a, a maturity rate for this dragon. It's oh, a mature for selling me, Crumb. Well, <laughs> I only found out a couple of minutes ago myself. I was wondering what the dragons do with gold, and it turns out this one eats it. Is this normal? Well, no, no, I'm not a dragon. <laughs> I'm not a dragon, and I'm not a dragon scholar. But I don't know, to be quite honest. However, what I can tell you is this. Probably, maybe, might be wrong, but dragons grow old slowly, right? So if you're giving him gold and it's making him grow faster, you might be making him live less time. Might be cutting years off of his life. Oh, I don't yeah. like the sound of that, Rag. No, so let's say a dragon lives to be 500 and he matures and he's a fully grown dragon at 200 but you give him tons and tons of gold until he's a full-grown dragon, where he might only live to be 200 or 300. Still a good innings. It's more than what we get. We'll ask him later. Yeah. Well, in which case, I don't suspect I'll see you all again until you return from your expedition. So, really good luck. Right, Just takes on a slightly posher tone. <laughs> Really yeah, good look. See you, in a big see you all shortly. Yeah, Try not that. to die. It would would be a shame if you all died. We indubitably won't. <laughs> good day. And at this, you all head out. Ivok and Rag, you have just exited the tavern. As you do, we head back to Gregor. Gregor, what have you been up to during this little discovery session? Well, I've been wandering around. <laughs> Picked up Crumb's voice then. I, I was going to say. Basically, um, from the tavern, I've literally just done, just literally straight walk, straight to the gate. Just to right. Okay, yeah, so you are, you kind of angrily kind of stomp your way out of the tavern. 
you um, pass by all the like market vendors and stuff like that in the um, um, in the marketplace in the commercial area. You you're still just in a you're in a mood basically. In a mood, you are in a mood, and you takes a couple of seconds. You pass by the large um, crystal tower. But you do get to the gates within five or so minutes. As you do, you notice that the expedition group are already there waiting for you. I just go straight towards them and just stand silently. So yeah, you you kind of like yeah, you stomp your way over. Um and yeah, you just stood next to them, just arms crossed, just face like thunder. Are you saying anything to any of them, or...? Oh, is it, uh, what time is it again? Um, it's late afternoon, so the sun is almost starting to set. I just say, good evening. That's it. As you do, Ebchow just kind of nods, like, in acknowledgement to you. Um... I nod back. Some of the others also nod but it looks like a couple of them might actually just kind of be almost trying to psych themselves up. You know, like they're just trying to get in their own heads so they're, they're calm and whatnot. I just look at them and then just look away. That's fair enough. Well, it takes a couple of minutes. Um, actually, yeah, at this point, Rag and Gre- Ivor, are you both just heading straight to the gates? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it takes another five or between five and ten minutes, but you do then see Rag and Ivok just kind of making their way down towards the expedi- uh, down to the. You have to place it off, yeah. What was that? Sorry. Oh, do you have the place off, yeah? No, I don't. No, I need to double check because that's what I thought. Um, can I just check if I've got that on me? You do still have that on you. Um, I need to go and... I haven't told Ivan this, have I? I think you yeah, just I told have. me. Yeah. The... Yeah, you, you've told him about the bracelet. Um, I'll just give him a nudge. I, so I need to go and get this sorted. Oh, yes, yes. Let's not forget that. You, you go on, I'll get them waiting. Don't you worry. I'll turn around as I do. I'll throw one of these stakes into that. Fucking dragon's mouth. <laughs> she did, yeah, just, <laughs> just completely whole. Doesn't even doesn't even like chew. Just swallows it whole. Um, so yeah, Gregor, it takes you. It takes another five or so minutes, and you see Ivok walking by himself up towards the gates. Greetings. As you're like greeting everyone, um, again, Ebchard just kind of nods at you. Amrius just nods and just. Well, that is two of us. Well, that is two of yourselves who are here. Where's the final two? Hi, if I could just indulge your patience, I'm afraid Ragnarok just has a tiny matter to attend to. It'll only be a few minutes. The tiny matter is not the dragon, is it? No, not really, no, no. We've got. Belly well good, belly well good. I trust that you found him. Oh yes, yes, not a problem. Just... Well, well, good. 
doing what dragons do, just snoozing. Just takes a second. Very well, very well. We will. We shall wait for Ragnarok and Bimit to return, and then we will set off post haste. So the sun is already setting, and we are already late for our expedition. I indeed. It'll only be a few minutes, not too long. As you're saying this, you just like you can look. You look across, and you see um, Fu is just kind of like just leant against the fence, just arms crossed, his eyes just closed looking quite peaceful but next to him like literally stood right next to him just kind of like arms crossed literally not even tapping his foot he's kind of like slamming his foot on the floor impatiently you see Reno just like are we going are we off yet why aren't we off see they're here they're here let's go nearly nearly uh, we're just waiting for our friend Rag he won't be uh... too long Patience, my friend. It can be. He's just, just breathing in. Just as as he's doing that, you just see food just kind of hand on Rena's shoulder. Like he says, patience is a virtue. <laughs> Fuck you, Foo. <laughs> as he's saying that, we go back to Rag. As Rag, I'm assuming you're just kind of making your way as fast as you can. Yeah, to the financial. Bloody paid in the money myself. Um, yeah, I'm fast as I can jogging. Yeah, you're you're literally running at this point. Um, you like literally hop up the stairs into the financial district, around the bank. You're not even pausing to like try and get people out of the way. You're just pretty much shoving them, and you get to where the statue is. Arjun's still there, just like arms crossed, just looking around, his eyes just like taking in literally everything. Sees you and he's just like, Ah, Ragnarok! Pleasant surprise once again. Uh, yeah, it's not a surprise. I need to get this fucking bracelet off. Oh, of course, of course. I'm, uh, I'm presuming you've, uh, Slings in. Left the deposit? Yes. Oh, good, good. Which case? Give me one second. And he just kind of passes, he runs his hand over where the bracelet is. And you just hear like a chick, chick, chick. There's like three little prongs that you didn't even realise had embedded in your arm come out. A tiny little bit of blood drops and the bracelet just falls off. There you go. We are all good. All squared. Yeah, all good. Bye. As you're running, you just say, It's awfully rude, Ragnarok, not saying goodbye. Well, not saying it properly. Good luck. Good luck on your mission. (laughs) Yeah, again, it it takes you another couple of minutes. Um, Instead of passing by where you had gone, you literally just run through the slums. And um, Gregor and Ivok you can see, just kind of, you can hear a bit of a commotion, if anything, as Ragga is just running through the slums, knocking into people, almost knocking into tents and stuff like that. You just hear, watch where you're going! As Rag's running through. But he just kind of jumps over the little waste canal with all of the town's waste. And he is now 
pretty much right in front of you. Here we are. Here I am. Let's, ah, let's go. Very well, good. Very well, good. We're finally here. Told you there would be a few minutes. Shall we be off? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we shall be off now. We shall. Um, we shall make our way to where the new mine crystal no longer holds its sway, and we will set off on the first leg of our expedition. As he says that, you see Rena just like ah, finally. We're going. Good. Thank Christ. I don't like waiting. I know. I know, Arena. At this... What did you say to him, sorry? I just said, come on. You're the one we were waiting for. That's correct. Are you ready? Yeah. I am hyped! <laughs> we get to kill things! Maybe. 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 Oh, At this. Sure, the title <laughs> As you're saying that, Fu just kind of lifts himself off. Yes, especially if Raina has anything to say about it. The time will definitely come. I'm just going to quickly shift my gaze to Gregor. Uh, okay. Looking at me. Gregor, what are you doing as Rag shifts his gaze? I just give him a blank stare and then just look at. Uh, just look away. That's it. Yeah. Gregor is just basically just blank stare, dead eyeing you, essentially. Yeah. You can't. Really I was going to say. To entertain it right now, to be honest. Okay, in which case then, Amrys just kind of nods at you all. We will depart immediately. If you have any final tasks, any misgivings, any doubts about the expedition, then I'm afraid it is far too late. You have entered into the contract, and the contract will not be fulfilled until we have returned or you are deceased. That is the only way out of this contract. So with that in mind, let us begin. And he just kind of starts walking. He's got like, he's now got like his traveling cape on that you saw in Beggar's Hollow. He's got a large rucksack on. On the rucksack itself, like bound at the back, there's like a leather band book that's just kind of wrapped in rope. He's walking, like just taking the lead of the group. Directly behind him, and slightly to the side, is Ebchar, who now appears to be clad in like full mithril armor, with like uh, pole rings which stretch up and around his arm. He doesn't seem to have anything else really with him, apart from like a large two-handed sword. Following him is both Dravlan and um, Redmond, both of them just following in suit, pretty much dressed exactly how they were when you saw them last, because it's only been an hour or so. Followed by Reno and Fu, who already are arguing amongst themselves. Well, it, it's less arguing amongst themselves, it's more Reno is trying to argue with Fu, who has his eyes shut and is just walking down the road. 
And finally, you guys are following up behind them as you're walking down the outskirts and, like, following the path. You're passing by a couple of farms. There's a couple of guards out there, and they're all just not really even paying attention to you. One of them nods at Amrius as he passes by, and Amrius just nods back and continues onwards. Uh, I'll show... Sorry, I'll show... uh, Ragnarok... Signing out. Yeah, guy just like, yeah, we see that. Thanks for letting us know. Appreciate it. Continue. Signing out generally is done not automatically, but you know, we just cross a name off and stuff when we see you guys exiting. As long as you go through the proper channels, you don't need to tell us. Signing out. I know. Signing out. You don't have to tell us each time every individual person. Shift my gaze to Gregor one more time. (laughs) Gregor, you need to sign out. (laughs) I just keep on walking. See, that guy gets it. You don't need to tell us. Gregor's signing out. Signing out under another name's fraud. You could get jailed. <laughs> so yeah, you guys you guys are passing by the farms and everything after that. And after about five or so minutes, you continue heading up the slight incline on the hill, and you then reach the windmill. As you reach the windmill, Ivor, your eyes start glowing once more. As they do, um, or as you reach the windmill, sorry, the group stops and Amrius just kind of... We are now beyond the boundaries of the new mine crystal, so we will begin the first leg of our, or the first true leg of our expedition, I do not believe you would call walking a couple of hundreds yards a real leg of an expedition, would you? Kind of looks out across the group. Well, you are correct. However, I would, I would class it more as a preamble than a real leg of the journey. Nonetheless, nonetheless, let us truly begin. And he just kind of, he looks around and he, he seems to be looking for something. Then he just spots spots it on the windmill itself. Ah, oh, yes, there it is. Jolly good, jolly good. If you follow his gears, you can see that he is looking at a small little weather vane, which is just spinning slightly. Jolly good, jolly good. Not moved. We can teleport straight back here. Very well, very well. He just kind of, like, reaches around his backpack where the leather-bound book is, pulls it out, and just kind of, like, flicks it open. And as he does, he starts scrolling something in it. How many of us are there? Yes. Oh, nine of us, I believe. Yes, yes, nine. Okay, very well. And he just kind of snaps the book shut. As the book snaps shut, you see, like, a light kind of travel up his arms and, like, kind of stretch above his arm, round his shoulder, and you see it just kind of, like, these white words almost just stretch up 
stopping just below his eye. And as that happens, and he puts the book away, he holds out his hand. And in front of you, similar to in Beggar's Hollow, a dark purple swirl starts appearing, just grows larger and larger until this large swirling purple portal is right in front of you. This is how we will be travelling for the first leg of the expedition. You see, it will be far too long a journey for us to simply walk from Salt Harbour all the way to Menel Peak. However, I am afraid, my friends, that I do not have one of my veins within Menel Peak itself. You see, the Crystal Elves are not very forthcoming with litter. And so, we are going instead to a nearby village called Dimluika. Ah, Dimluika. Yes, yes. Do you know of this village, Ivok? No. As you say that, you just hear through. Uh, you just hear an awfully fucking weird of you to be all like, oh yes, that place. That place I've never been to. I just said, ah, oh, Dimluika. Nah, Dimluika. Excuse What me or Gaz? You <laughs> Great, I can't put on a Scots accent to save my life, but you know, apparently I can now. <laughs> but yeah, he just kind of, once again, food just kind of like just elbows him to the side. Alright, I'll be quiet. If we are all quite done, I do suggest that we just head off immediately. Now, how, how far travel is it from Dimbleaker to salt mines? The, the, the salt mines? No, 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 these are the crystal... Well, technically they are called the Mifru mines, however, yes, there is yes, no that's... Mifru within these mines. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I meant. I, 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 I understand that. It was simply a jape, Ivok. You see, we must keep ourselves in good spirits in this expedition. It will be around about a two-week walk. Well, I did, I do believe that I told you all to pack enough provisions for four weeks, did I not? Yes, absolutely. I'd like for you have these purple doffers. Oh, yes, yes. Without that, it would be closer to around two to three months of travel. Not longer. Uh, has... <clears throat> has, has anybody got any water? Are you asking me that, Ragnarok, or...? Uh, no, no. No, did I say that out loud? You did, yes. <laughs> it's just, this is just a book I'm writing. As you say that, you just see Ebchad just like, almost like, just raise his hand like, Oh, this is going to be a long... Long expedition, isn't it? Two weeks. Four weeks. Two weeks there. Two weeks back. Whatever's in the middle. And whatever is in the middle. <sighs> it just walks through the pole. Is stay he done? You gonna stay back? As he does, Rain is just like, Ah, oh, yes, at last! Just sprints through the portal. I'm just gonna go uh, through. 
<laughs> nice and calm as day. Yeah, so you guys walk through uh, following you. Dravlan follows you straight away, um, as does Fu, just pretty much just walking quite, you know, quite measured. Gregor, have you passed through, or are you still in a bit of a... I was, wait, I was waiting for Rag to pass through first. Yeah, and I'm waiting for everyone else to pass through. So are you both still just kind of like just... It's almost like a Mexican standoff. <laughs> I just I just turned to Rag at this point and just go, after you, Rag. Uh, is everybody everybody else gone? Is it just me and Gregor left? Um, as Gregor's saying that to you, uh, Redmond is just about, he's like at the actual face of the portal itself, almost passing through, just kind of sees you both, just turns around. Hey, you guys are coming, right? Like, yeah, we're, we're coming, Mr. Archaeologist. Go on, after you. Okay. Just turns around, just walks straight through the portal. Okay, I'll start walking towards the portal and turn to Gregor and say, What is the matter with you? I think you know what's the matter. I've been in your room. I, yes, I, thought you'd been I was in just going to say I just walked by him in silence at that point. But you mean you, you you found the gold? Yes. And I don't say anything. I just walk up straight into it, uh, straight into the bottle. Yeah. So Gregor, you just woof. Yeah, as you're as you're calling out to him, he's gone through the portal. I'll go through the portal as well. Alrighty. So, this bright light just engulfs all of you, each individual, as you walk through the portal, and almost like a loading screen, the purple portal swirls around you, almost like it's loading something else because someone might need to find where this file is. Keeps on swirling, just like whoop, whoop, and it starts clearing. It's strange because even though you entered amongst each other, as you as each of you look around, you don't see the other, uh, the others, should I say? However, the bright light of the portal starts to fade, and once again, you start regaining your vision. As you're looking around, you notice that, with the exception of birds and the occasional insect, you don't actually hear any noises. For the first time in weeks, you cannot see or taste any salt in the air. Directly in front of you, there is a dirt path that is at a crossroads. The road's leading left and right, winding off into the distance. The road that leads directly ahead continues downwards, and you can see some small orbs of light in the distance. In front of you, Amrius is just kind of like, just looking around, just... Seven, eight, nine... Good. Is everybody here unaccounted for? I believe we are. Yes, good. Jolly good, jolly good, jolly well good. Well, we must continue down the path towards Dimnoika. Unfortunately, as you may have noticed, some time has passed. As he says that, and you look around, 
You notice, yeah, it's it's nighttime now. It wasn't nighttime before, but it sure as hell is now. Hi, how much time is passed? I believe it will be close to two, three hours, maybe four hours potentially. I take it that's normal when you travel through these purple door things. It is. It is. Yes. Well, it is normal when it is normal when uh, you transport such a large group over such a large distance. Yes. If it is just one self who is travelling over short distances, it is instantaneous. However, a large groups such as this travelling almost an entire region, it will take some time. Right, well, it didn't take a few months, did it? So it No, no. No, no, of course not. It's well good that it didn't. We will see if it had taken a few months. The... Potential temple within the middle of within the mithril mind may have disappeared. We do not want that at all, do we? No. no. <laughs> Jolly well good. Uh, just have a look around whether I can see any any wildlife running around in these. Uh, roll me perception. Yeah, just a straight up perception check because you're just trying to look around. Four. It's dark. Red can't see all, despite having dark vision. <laughs> you can see, but you can't actually see anything running around. Um, sorry, Tom. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Am Amrius continues to, after just chatting with Ivor slightly. Amrius just continues walking down the path. Um, as he does so. And as you all, I'm assuming, follow him and the rest of the group, yep. you approach the lights and you realise that they are simply lanterns that have been hung outside of some small houses, which don't appear to be too far away from where you are. You continue down the road and you pass two fields that have crops of varying states within them. Some seem to be almost harvestable, others seem to be quite early on. Some don't even seem to have germinated. But it doesn't look like there's anything untoward about it as such. Finally, after following this path down and passing by the fields, you reach a village. To your left as you're passing through there is a stables and a large barn, a large wooden barn to your right. The clouds above finally break and the full moon casts a pale white light into the small village. With this light now illuminating the village, you see that there are less than a dozen houses in this settlement. You, you, you I guess you would say about ten of them. They're all placed a small distance away from the road. And right at the very end, just before a large forest which is wrapping itself around engulfs it, is a two-story building. Quite little village. This is um, Demluica you were talking about? Yes, yes, this is Dimlui Chaos. It is, as you, well, as you said, it is quite a quaint little village. There is only ten families here. Uh, many of them do not actually even work in Dimluica. It is such a small place. The only ones who work here are the tavern owner and the farmers. The rest 
commute to nearby towns for work and such. It's awfully quiet, though, I must admit. Where are we staying for the night? Yes, we are staying here for the night. Uh, a quaint, as you would call it, Ivor, a quaint little tavern called the Sleeping River. I do believe you can just see it a little bit down the road. It is the only, well, it's the only building with any lights still on. It's the only two-story building within this village. That does sound fantastic. I must admit I'm a little exhausted. Today's expert. We are. Yes, you do seem awfully tired. You do seem... Yes. Has it been a stressful 24 hours for you three? You could say that. <laughs> give us a good night's rest and we'll be grand. Jolly good, jolly good. And he just kind of continues walking down and as he does, um, I'm guessing you guys follow him towards the two-story building? Yes. Yep. As he does, you notice that Dravlan, the hobgoblin, um, who is pretty much just decked out in robes and a bright like sun sigil on the front. He's keeping pace with you guys now and it's just like looking every so often at you. Just like sideward glance. Is there a problem there, Javlan? Not really a problem as such. Just wondering why why you all seem so exhausted before our expedition has begun. We are busy people. <laughs> Did you not think to have rest beforehand? Or is this the work of... Your word. Which is why I asked the question before we enter this tavern. Potentially near your prying ears. Is this the work? And it just kind of leans in closer. Of gods. The timing of that, Christ. Just keep walking. <laughs> of our exhausted. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, we have had our brisket, but no, it's just more of a work of our busy life. Just that we had a. I can't talk. <laughs> no. You're that exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I'm that exhausted. I can't think straight. Can't put two. Yeah. Fairly well. And how about you, my friend? Looking at Ragnarok. Me? Yes. Is your affliction caused by deities, gods? Really? <laughs> Pardon? Not really. <laughs> Just kind of looks at you. Very well, very well. Why, why are you asking about this? Yeah. <coughs> One second. <laughs> Christ, that voice. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit strange, Rathlang. Seems rather out of the blue. I ask because I am a priest. I am a priest of Lavender. And I take my religion very seriously. As one would expect from a priest, and if we are to be travelling together, I do not wish to have to consort with those who have. 
I do not wish to consult with those who have packs with gods that do not fall within my beliefs. Well, indeed, would this be what you ask many people who are tired if it's a work of gods? Only those who do not look naturally tired. Oh, well, I'd say it looks a bit suspicious, but tired is as tired is, my friend. Well, as long as there is no... As long as there is no malevolence behind your exhaustion, then I have no ill will towards you. <coughs> yep, let us uh, go and rest our way. Yeah. <laughs> as Dravlan's just kind of like coughing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. I wish I'd have done that voice for him. Hey. Yeah, so you guys... You guys continue walking down the path and you see that Amrius has already just kind of like pushed the doors open um, into the sleeping river. Do you follow him in? Because at the moment yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. are just... Yeah. So... <clears throat> As you've continued down the path and you're starting to head closer and closer to the tavern, you see that the small amount of houses are starting to peter out. And instead, they're now beginning to be overtaken by the trees that are on the edge of the forest, which are now starting to kind of like hang o- overhang slightly. Um, directly in front of you is a two-story building that, like the rest of the houses around, is comprised of timber and a thatched roof. There is a small single lantern hanging from the front window, kind of like just waving lazily, swaying lazily, and it's kind of casting a small amount of light onto the grass that's in front of you. As you kind of like walk up the wooden stairs, follow everyone else in, the door shuts just before you get to it, as everyone else has just kind of entered. You open the door with kind of like a with large creak, and as the door opens, you are met with a warm feeling as you see a medium-sized room that is filled with just simple tables. There is a hearth in the centre of the room which is blazing fire and seems to be the main source of light in here. The rest is quite dim. Towards the back, there is a bar that is lined with a few bottles of alcohol. As you're kind of looking around, you see that the rest of your expedition group has kind of like spread themselves out and around the actual tavern itself. Um, just kind of like stood around. Some are kind of like sat next to a table. Um, some are closer towards the bar. Some are even just like stood with their arms crossed. Other than that, though, other than your group and the person behind the bar, there doesn't seem to be anyone else within the tavern. Where's my room? You ask that to no one in particular, and no one in particular answers. <laughs> Barber? Um, the, the person at the bar, um, quite an old man, 
a, a very old man in fact he looks like he's in his like late 70s polishing like a, a tanker just ask what do you want yeah, well, we're going to need some rooms, actually. Uh, around oh, okay. Okay, okay. Uh, how many rooms would you require? Nine. We do not have nine rooms. Does this look like a large inn tavern to you? No. No. Well, three. How many Three got? rooms. We've got three. <laughs> we have three rooms. That's what all we have. Just three? Just three rooms, although they are quite large rooms. I'll take one for me. <laughs> yeah. Just for you? The, these rooms can sleep up to four people. Well, that's what we'll be doing then. You can't have one on your own, Greg. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Are you? Are you with the? Are you with the rest of these people that have come in? Yes, yeah. all the group. Oh yes, yeah, so I was just, I was just talking to your your leader here. Before you so well, before you so rudely interrupted me. Oh, sorry, I didn't even realise he was there. Yes, yes, he's right there. This large tiefling, this very large grey tiefling, is talking to me. Just kind of, as he does that, just Amrish just kind of turns around. Yes, I am already. Uh, I'm already sorting out our. Uh, Accommodation for the night. Oh. Yes, he is. Quite a good job too. Thank you. I'll leave you to it then. <laughs> very well, very well. Of course, yes. If you wish to, if you wish to, uh, if you wish to pay for the rooms yourself, then uh, it is more than or more than welcome to. However, I was going to cover the cost of this as part of an expedition for you, you see. I'm not no. complaining. I'm not no, complaining. Fine. Very well, very well. As we were saying then, before we were rudely interrupted, we would take all three rooms. And you just, at that, you kind of like just zone out the conversation a little bit. So, as we're back in the tavern, you three have, yeah, you've literally just been told by Amaris that he's covering the cost for this. Um, however, there are only three rooms that each st hold four people apiece. Yeah, well, I don't care where where I am. I'll just wait at the side of the the bar. Yeah. Uh, oh, Barky! I, I don't suppose you have any food in, do you? No, unfortunately not. No. How about um, if I fill my skin with some water? Yes, go for it, go for it. There, there, there's something out back. There's a well. Well, well, well. There's a well. Uh, I'll go and find the well. I, I have a frigo, do you want to fill? Have you got enough water? Ah, yes. yes. That's, uh, I've got good. enough water. I'll do that. I'll fill the line up as well. See, so, yeah, Gregor, you're just still kind of like just... No, I'm fine with water. And as you're just kind of like... Just propping yourself up in the bar, doing nothing in particular. Rag and Ivik, you both like exit, and directly outside uh, of the tavern is kind of like the like wooden entranceway, essentially a wooden walkway that leads with stairs that lead down. But the walkway it leads around the side and the back of the tavern itself. As you take the wooden path down, you then see that there are some more wooden steps, and Directly in front of the wooden steps is a stern well. Oh, there it is. Oh, there we are. 
Fag, does Gregor seem to have a bit of a bit of an attitude today? Yeah. Just me. No, he seems to seem a bit off. Maybe he just needs some rest. Yes, yeah, maybe. Don't we all? Uh, yeah, I've got my water skill as well. But, uh, yeah, yeah so, I was going to say, you, you kind of like wind down the book here and everything, it falls with a flop. And you bring up all you uh, bring up a bucket of water, and yeah, but you have a full water skin now. Yeah, you both have four pints of water then. As you kind of like the door open, you see that <coughs> um, both Amrius and Ebchar have already retired. Javelin around. Uh, you look around, and Dravlan is. Is still around. He's just kind of like nursing a cup, a small cup. It doesn't look like it. Um, it doesn't look like it's in a. Um, uh, what is it called? The drinking utensils that. No, that's the tankard. Thank you. Doesn't look. He's not drinking from a tankard, so it doesn't look like he might be drinking alcohol. Ah, job lad. Maybe we need to have a word with you after our little discussion out there. Ah, uh, yes. What would you like to discuss? Well, it's more out of, uh, just curiosity, really. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just gods. It seems to be a bit of a subject I'm just a little intrigued with. Oh, very well. I'm very happy to, uh, discuss my god with you. Oh, your god. What, what, what exactly is your problem with gods? Or are you able to, I don't know. Do you have any skills or knowledge in such matters? I do not have problems with gods as such. Just malevolent gods. Gods of death, of war. Those type. Oh, the bad ones. The bad ones, yes. The bad ones are very bad. Cause strife throughout the land. My god, Lavander, would not be happy with that spreading across the land. No, well, I don't think any of us would be. <laughs> well, no, unless you are one of the cults. Oh, yes, indeed, yes. Then, then that's Scourge. They so, are indeed of Scourge. Do you have ways of combating such powers? In a sense, yes. But also, no. Is he in my service to my god? My faith rewards me with power. However, I will not use my power to harm others or even bring them back from the dead. For doing so is an affront to Lavanda. Indeed. And what would you do if you did find that someone did have a pact with such a deity? Well, it would depend on the details of the pact and the deity in question. Well, not in particular. Just oh, off the top of my head. Maybe one like Civic. <laughs> I've just realised I actually need to load his actual character sheet up for this. One second while I remember what I know about Cedric. Indeed. There's <coughs> many of them out there, isn't there, it is. 
up his like little cup so he lifts it up it kind of like swirls up and you can see it's just tea there's just tea in that this cup by itself is not a tether but it could be a tether if it was if someone with belief affinity and the faith of the deity made it so so if the god made it so or someone particular if someone acting in the word of that god. Right. A herald. Like a disciple. Yes, yes, exactly. Right, you know, that you have given me a wealth of information right there. I don't suppose... I mean, this is all hypothetical, of course. Of course, but, of course. But I was just wondering, would there be any way that you'd be able to find out what the tether is? Maybe without the Obviously, you wouldn't ask the god themselves, would you? Because... Well, if you do not want to ask the god themselves, that would be the quickest way, yes. But, um, books, maybe. Or temples of the deity. Temples. Or followers of the deity. People who know the deity. Other gods, maybe. What ones such as, such as yours? Well, Levander, Levander may answer your question. It depends on how, how strong your faith is in him. Oh. Well, that was a, a wealth of information. Feel free to get a drink on me. Very well, I may get myself another cup of tea. Robin, Oh, tea, yes, of course, of course. Just kind of like stumbles, just kind of plods over. Here's your tea. 
How about you? Would you like anything? My uh, wow, your eyes are awfully purple. Oh, yes, they are. It's the, are they cursed? No, not cursed. No, it's just a, just this thing I have that people find it quite charming. People are wrong. Just walks off. Well, I never. Anyway. Without being pointed out, yeah, Dravelon's just like, ah, oh, yes, I meant to ask about those. It seemed awfully rude to ask in front of the others. Uh, well, <coughs> apparently some other people don't have manners. But, no, yeah. no. Yes, it would appear I, I developed this ability, which I'm still trying to fully understand or respect, because, as you know, power <laughs> comes great you know, responsibility. <laughs> oh yes, yes, it is a great thing of Levanta. With great power comes great responsibility. That's the one. I knew I heard it from somewhere. Shortly after it. Well, yes. I heard it from my god after my uncle was killed by a robber. That <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> ended everything much to make some money. <laughs> Ah, oh, you're sad there, is he? <laughs> you're the crawling source. <laughs> Wear suits, red and, red and blue. No, you're thinking it's the spider god. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, either way, wh whichever god said it, it's uh, wise words. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Anyway, be assured, these eyes will be of no concern. If anything, I'm sure it'll be nothing but a boom for us. Fantastic chat. And I'm just going to, like, tap him on the shoulder. Very much appreciated. No problem at all. I believe I may retire soon myself. Exactly, exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> well, you would be wise to try and claim a bed soon. Uh, she might end up sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Some more wise words. Good evening. Yes. Good night. Good evening. Good day. Good evening. <laughs> <coughs> With that, he just kind of like goes back to his drink, and I go back to drinking some more drink to clear my throat. Oh, fuck. And I'm gonna do exactly that until I get bed. <laughs> okay, uh, so. Sorry, gone. I'm going to. Um take a little bit of a stroll away from everybody and away from the nearest buildings and surroundings. Is there like a woodlands around? Uh, yes. So, when you exit and you're facing out onto the road, you can either follow the road down like the route that you came, or, alternatively, you can go back around the back where the well was and go into the woods itself. Well, off the beaten track and just yes. go the woods. Yeah? Yes. Right, I'm going to do that then. Yeah, one uh, head there, just get a little bit. Okay. One second. Oh. So you exit the room. As you do, uh, as you exit the tavern, you see Ivor just kind of like making his way up the wooden stairs, just kind of like creaking as he does. Um, Gregor, where are you at this point? At this point, uh, I asked the barman. Where's my room? 
Oh, it's upstairs. It's upstairs. There's three of them. You can't miss them. Thank you. I just head straight up to bed. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Gregor and Ivok. Uh, at this point in time, there are just before we get onto Ra- just before we pop back to Rag, who has left the tavern at this point. Um, there are three rooms on the second floor. One of them is already locked. There are two rooms with open doors. I will go to the first open door. Okay, it's completely empty. And go to the first bed, I see. Yeah, sorry, when I say completely empty, I mean the people. It's not just like a bare room with nothing in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I realised that I did not explain that. Um, so in the room itself, as you open the door, the door's kind of... Again. Um... Yeah, it looks like four people could squeeze in there. It'd be a bit. It wouldn't be very comfortable, though. Each room, well, the room that you're in, has two single beds, two smallish single beds, a small couch, a basic wash basin, and a cupboard. On the floor as well is a pillow and like a sheet. There's also two win- two kind of like circular windows. I walk in with uh, Ivok, and I just choose the best bed. That well. Okay, both of you have a bed, and I'm assuming you're both going to just try and go to sleep straight away then. Yeah, yeah, yes. I, want, I want my exhaustion gone. Yeah. Okay, well, as these two try and get some sleep um, in a relatively smallish room, Rag, you have exited the tavern, made your way around the back, and you are now um, you are now in the woods themselves. Uh, roll a perception check for me. Natural one. Oh no. Oh no. Well, it's the first time I'm using my D100 in this dice tower, so let's see what you get. As you're looking around, you turn around and walk directly into a tree. You fall, you, fall, you fall flat on your ass, and you take two points of damage. As you kind of like literally, you're just looking around, walking. You turn and you, you don't even walk into the tree. You just turn and smash straight into a branch. Branch tumbles you over, and yeah, you take two points of damage. But no, it doesn't look like this. It doesn't right. look like there's anyone else out there, because they'd have been laughing their ass off if there was. <laughs> I presume Bimit's falling off my shoulder now, then. Yeah, Bimit's just kind of like... <sighs> Bimit? Can Bimit speak yet? What is that loud noise? What did you tell Gregor? I told Gregor that we got the horde. From the little angry man. And anything else? Just kind of thinks for a second. We were there, we fire. We fired Avina. We f- <laughs> Why did you tell him? Because we did. We can't say anything else. Do you know what'll happen if. Do you know what'll happen if Ivan finds out about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Human cannot have it. We have gold. No, it's not about the gold. Then it's what about? about? It's about all of them people that died. <laughs> collateral. Yeah, collateral. That's fine. Yeah. Listen, what if I ever Bimit, shut up. If I ever finds out about this, then he's gonna try and kill us both. Kin wouldn't try to kill Bimit. Kin would try and kill Bimit. Kin would fail. Mm. Bimit growing strong now. Bimit is growing strong. I, at this point, mm. I'll feed him. I'll feed him another gold. <laughs> All right. I now have to Two actually. Gold. <laughs> oh, now that you guys know about this, I need to actually start utilizing a mechanic to clean up with. One more second. Okay. So. Excuse me. So, as you feed him two coins you see that again he was um he was the size of a large um collie as you feed him he just kind of like shuffles a bit and once again he kind of like grows again. he is now the size of a saint bernard he might fit on your shoulders but it's going to be a struggle now and this is with the necklace on You want to take the necklace off Let and see, see how big some, he is? Yeah, let's see something for Take the necklace off. Just kind of like, maybe it gets to be full size again. Huzzah! And as he's saying that, you see like his joints kind of pop out slightly. Just his bones pop out and just get bigger. He's now roughly the size of a horse. Okay, that crystal's now going in my bag of holding. Roll me. A nature check, please. With disadvantage. I remembered that. <laughs> oh, I am sorry. Uh, seven. Oh, that's very unfortunate. He's definitely bigger. You're not sure if he's entered a new cycle of his life yet or not, but he is definitely bigger than he was. He's vinegar. He's definitely. <laughs> He's definitely bigger than he was. Oh, yeah. You're not sure if this is a new stage of his life. You're not really sure what the life cycles are of dragons. Bimit, why are you getting bigger when we feed you gold? Bimit does not know. Bimit like gold though. Tastes good. Seems to make Bimit grow faster. Yeah, but it feels like Bimit's gonna need more food. We could do with more food, yes. I'm gonna put the crystal back around his neck. Sorry, Bimit. This is important. <laughs> Just shrinks back down to a Saint Bernard. But he is still very large. Saint Bernard is a big dog. I'll tell you what, Bimit. Yes. 
give me a minute, but can you just keep can you just keep your mouth shut, Kin, about this? I would like to forget about this whole situation that's happened in Salt Harbor. I'd like to put you gotta understand there's a lot of things have happened. And it's not good for both of us for you to go running your mouth about it. It's really important that we keep this to ourselves, even from Kin. We may did not because run, people, Alf. Because we may people, just answer the question. Yes, but people will find out. And then when people find out, bad things are going to happen, not just to me or you, but it's going to happen to all of us. Kin. Kind well. of, just, just kind of narrows his eyes. Roll persuasion, actually. Yeah, yeah roll persuasion this, for this. With with this, this last with this last comment, uh, Ragus said that he's going to look after you and feed you. Ragan tends to keep his word. Why not? Let's just get through this peacefully, and no harm should come to us, right? Wouldn't that be a better lifestyle? Uh, a real persuasion, but without disadvantage. Just a straight up normal persuasion. Uh, you him up, man. <laughs> say, any other normal circumstance, that would be advantage. 13. Well, Bimit is very easily persuadable, it turns out, so... <laughs> Bimit could ease for now. Yes. Alright. I'll take the necklace back off of it then. Just grows back to the size of a small, uh, to the size of a horse. Right, Bimit. Yes. Hang on. Go in, now that it's the size of a small horse. <laughs> yes. Go and get yourself some food away from here. His eyes just kind of like light up, his ears just prick up. It's like, Bimit Hunt. Bimit can hunt, but be on the down low and away from here. Remember, no farmer's cattle around here. I did. Oh, damn it, I dropped it Oh, farmers. <laughs> just tilts his head up and just lets out a very small, like, bright burst of flame. Doesn't reach the trees themselves, just like a happy, like, burst of flame. Bimit go hunt. Bimit go hunt, but Bimit comes back tonight. Very well. And just skitters off, like literally just bounds off into the forest. And within seconds, you've lost sight of them. Okay. I'll head back to the uh, to the inn, to the tavern. Um, okay. And try and find a room. So yeah, you you pretty much immediately you know get back to the tavern and everything like that. It's literally just around the corner. Thankfully, you don't knock yourself out on any more tree branches or anything like that. So you, you went to the you went to the tavern, and whilst the barman is still there, no one else is. Everyone else seems to have retired. So you you walk up the stairs, and only one of the doors is still open. Yeah, I'll open and enter that room then. So you open the door, and you see on one bed Gregor is sleeping, on the other bed Ivik is sleeping, and on the couch itself is Redmond. Like taking up the couch, there is the space on the floor with the pillow. So yeah, Rag, you see that there is pretty much just the space on the floor now with yeah. the pillow and the 
Yeah. Um, so I'll take my bedroll out, uh, throw yeah. it on the floor. I put the sheet on top, wrap myself in. Uh, okay, so it takes you a good five or so minutes to start dropping off. But eventually, yeah, you do start feeling the lovely, lovely, sweet embrace of sleep. And as you do so, as all three of you... (coughs) Sorry. As all three of you sleep and slumber, you start to wake up. And you are in a vast black void. You can see each other, but you can't see in front of you. Ivor? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you've already realised what's going on! Horace! You just hear that echoing around you. Sleep. What was that? Sleep. No, you're asleep, yes, yes. (laughs) You're asleep. But we need to talk. You're finally out of Salt Harbour. It's been a long time. Yes, we are. We're also exhausted. Are we getting rested while this is going on? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I've missed your sense of humour, Ivak. It's not really funny. It is to me. It's hilarious. (laughs) What do you want? Uh, Thank you for finally asking. Someone has manners at least. Uh, well, you guys are heading towards the Temple of Merkel, so I just wanted to see if you were going to destroy the Plymther. Do as you ask. Maybe. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> what was that? Maybe. And what would you do other than destroy it? Would you join Merkel? That would be crazy. No. <laughs> no, no, of course not. <laughs> no, good, good, good. Well, this was mainly just a drop in and see, chat, see how you are. How are you doing? How are you enjoying your partners? Say it's all right. Well, you say that, but you've only used it once or twice. <laughs> What's the point in giving you powers if you're not going to use them? Maybe I'm tough to kill. <laughs> Ivor, how are you enjoying your eyes? You happy to be able to see again? You can't see me because we are in an ethereal realm. I know, indeed. Um, I'm, yes, I believe they'll be useful. Maybe. We'll yes. see how it goes. And how about you, Ragnarok, with your thing you've never used once? Don't really want to use it. No! Would you like to swap it out for another one? Before you enter this new region? What have you got? What would you like? Careful, like though. my options. It won't be what he says. <laughs> Your options are whatever you wish them to be! You want to run fast? I can make it run fast! You want to charm people with your... What that thing is that you carry? That wooden string bling thing? I can make that happen. I would like. Yes. I would like my 
Yes? I'd like to persuade better. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me have a think on this, because your friend over there, I have a kind of persuasion power too. Would you like it like his? More powerful, less powerful? I'd like to be able to control it. Okay. Anonymously. Now, when you say control anonymously, what do you mean exactly? I'm just pulling your legs, Eric. I don't need anything from you. Very well, very well. I'm guessing that you don't want any power. I think I'm fine as I am. No power at all, then. None at all. No power at all. Don't take my power away from me, Sirik. <laughs> Not at all. We say, don't take my power away, Sirik. That's very fine, fine, fine. Oh, yes, there was something I needed to tell you, yes. This isn't just a social call. So when you get to the temple... There will be other people there! There are cults! Should we be yes. worried about these other people? Oh, incredibly, yes! Ah, there are cults of Merkel! Sure, we won't have a problem with dealing with them. Oh, I'm fairly sure you will! They're what? <laughs> They're the cult of Merkel! Oh, Merkel, that's... Yes! <laughs> the guy that you're trying to stop! Exactly. What are we to why, expect? Why, why would that be a problem for us? Well, I will only answer one question at a time. It's not fully <laughs> rude to talk over each other. <gasps> Christ, that voice. <laughs> so, one at a time, what are you to expect? Well, occult, numerous people sifting through that temple trying to find what you're trying to find. But of course, because they're the cult of Merkel, they'll know all about Merkel. <laughs> so they'll probably have an easier time getting in and out than you. And of course, they won't have to deal with the Guardians. Uh, you, can you help us? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I fail to see the point in this conversation then. Unless you can point us in the right direction or... Well, I gave you just kind of a giant hand just appears in front of you. Indeed, yes. <laughs> I gave you warning about the cult. If it wasn't for me being all like, hey guys, how are you doing? <clears throat> then you'd get to the temple and not even know there's a cult there. And then you'd die. Not really. <laughs> we are, yes, you would. We are prepared. Uh, maybe. We're not expecting a stroll through the meadow, you know. We expect trouble. It's what we there are. There might be a stroll through the meadow at some point. It is quite a distance. That is true. And even then, we'll be prepared for anything. We don't expect an easy day any day. What about an avatar of gold? Would you be expected for that? An avatar of gold? Why, have we got Gold! Gold! A deity! Oh, a deity. A physical representation of a god! Like a cup. You're not very good with stuff like this with figurative speech, Ivok. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, you are not. No. Well, 
but I am learning. Very good, very good. I trust your friends are teaching you how to take figurative speech lessons. Yes. Didn't even know like, what that is myself. Like the gods that could be tethered to cups. Can they now? Apparently. Or any such thing. I'm sure yourself will have an object of some kind. Well, maybe I do have a tether. Or maybe you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> There's no need for that, I'm just having conversation. Uh, well, maybe so, maybe so. But maybe you're also trying to find out where my tether is, and that's not going to happen. Not at all. I wouldn't be stupid enough to ask you as well, would I? I'd hope not. That would be a very dumb thing to do. Ah, indeed, indeed. It's normally something very important to you, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, something important. Like, say, if one's a god of chaos, what's important to a god of chaos? Chaos! So it could be anything. Good luck. I, I don't know what you mean. Look I'm onto you, Ivor. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm just, I'm just having conversation. That's all. Keep this up, and you lose your eyes. And I don't mean the power. <laughs> I, I, Do, does anyone have any actual questions about the cult and the temple? How many are we expected to bump into? Ah, that is a good question that I can answer. Around about eighteen of them. Is there any way? EB twenty. And what are these guardians you talk about? <clears throat> okay, one at a time. Can we avoid them? Maybe. Depends if you run into them in the temple. The temple has many paths. And if we did run into them, what would they be? They're probably human. Or taxis or Well the guardians are these eighteen people. <coughs> Say that again, sorry. The Guardians are these 18 people. Oh, no, 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 no. So the Guardians themselves are in the temple. And there could be anything normally associated with a deity. God damn it, that's killing my voice. <laughs> yes. Can you give us anything that can battle against these cultists? And maybe I these already have... Okay, so 18 troops and two guardians. Well, at least two, maybe more if you get the questions wrong. Questions? Oh yes, there's questions about the deities in every temple. Well, there's going to be questions about the deity. Yes. That's all right. We have a priest in our company. They hope he's a priest of Merkel or your... Yeah, he's not. He's not. You're not gonna get the prize. Oh yes, there's a prize involved too. No prize. Do you know these yes. uh, questions? No, I do not. Probably who is the best god in the world and it will be Merkel because he's a narcissist. Well, well, that's an easy enough answer then, isn't it? Oh yes, but that's only if I that. Is there anything you can give us to help you that, that I've already told you I already have given you something right so we've got 18 ah. soldiers we got two guardians maybe at more. least and 
<laughs> I think that's in our realms of uh, our capabilities. Well, I hope it is, because if not, then this entire region is screwed. <laughs> in what way? Uh, the cult is extremely dangerous, and their dial plan is to bring back Merkel. Like, more than a physical avatar, just bring him all the way through into your realm, and if that happens, you're all doomed. Okay, so we've got okay. high stakes on this one, lads. Extremely! Now, if you'll excuse me, my voice is starting to tire. I don't normally talk to people this long. Ha ha ha! Wake up! And at that, at hearing the click, all three of you just wake up with a start. <laughs> Exhaustion gone. Exhaustion is gone. Yes. Yeah, so you all awake with a start. You are all completely rested. You are no longer exhausted at all from the previous couple of days' escapades. Right. Morning, all. Yes. Morning, Gregor. I'll shift my gaze to Gregor again. Hope he's like. (laughs) I've packed up, but I'm like still a bit nifty with you. Is that put that in a lock? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just kind of just a a bit of a a myth. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) Bit of a myth. I need a coffee too. (laughs) As you say this, um, Redmond just kind of like springs up off the couch. Just coffee. I could do with a coffee. Oh, yeah, coffee. You want to go and get a coffee together? Yeah, why not? Oh, morning, guys. Yeah, let's get a coffee. I'll buy this one. Can I just turn to Rag at this point and say, we need to have a chat? I knew there was something wrong. Yes. I'm going to let you guys have this chat. So here is a silver piece for the coffee. Just hand you a silver piece. We'll we'll talk about rocks another time. Rock? I'm a geologist. I'm an archaeologist. Oh, you're not a geologist, right? Okay. It's awfully igneous of you to think I think of rocks. That's an archaeologist. That's a geology pun. That's a geologist, yeah. (laughs) That's a geology pun right there, guys. You're welcome. Talk about other things then. From underground. Closer to what I do, yeah. All right, we'll talk later. And just kind of walks out. As he's walking out, you see him shake his head just like, Dick. <laughs> um, Gregor, uh, in private. <clears throat> yes, let's. Uh, are we okay. are we alone at this point? I mean, no. Ivok's still there. We're not alone. There. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> there's a nice there's there's a nice little bit of forestry out there we can go to. All right then, let's go. You too. Where, I'm, where, where, I'm, where I'm gonna snap his neck. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm going to chat to Rag for a minute, just a bit of a private matter I need to get sorted out. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll I'm back sure in a it's, I'm sure it's fine, Alan. Yeah, well, well, on your way. Yeah, so Rag and I, Rag and I, Rag and Greg, you kind of make your way out and you, um, you head round the back, I'm assuming, where the forest is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's just <laughs> ominous. 
<laughs> ah, breathing that fresh air, right? <laughs> Feels good to be out, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I suppose it does. You could say it's rich. <laughs> you say? <laughs> yeah, alright, Gregor, I believe this has something to do with the gold. I just didn't understand why you didn't pay me. I said I would pay you. You never did, never, and you're I've sitting not... on 30, like, a lot of money. <laughs> Gregor, I never said I wasn't going to pay you. The time just didn't come up. We've been preoccupied with the tasks of what's happened in the past week. Then answer me this. Did you rob that goblin before you left? In the Fighters Guild, you know which one. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You there. I don't know. You, you said that you tied him down to the bed and left him. Are you saying that you did not rob him? I'm saying I don't know whether I robbed him or not. I've what? done things. I've, I've done some things to make me forget. Why do you want to forget? I can't tell you that either. Rag. Did you kill him? No. Do I believe him? Do you believe him? Uh... You can either roll an insight check and let the dice decide, or you can tell me if you believe him or not. At the very, very least, Rag does not remember if he killed him or not. At the very least. Rag doesn't believe he does, because he, you know, like he said, he doesn't know. But, uh, sorry, to clarify, because I realise that's very ambiguous. With that 19, and Rag saying that he did not kill him, you believe that Rag fully believes himself. As I've said, I've altered some things. I can't tell you exactly what's happened, because I don't know myself. All I know is that I've taken something to forget, but I can't tell you what it is that I've forgotten. Something bad has happened, and I have all of this gold. And I don't know where it's going. That's all I know. If you want your 400 gold, you can take it. In fact, here, take a thousand gold. I'll take a thousand gold out of my bag. You're going to be poor again before you know it. 
you I want. just look I just look at the gold. <coughs> I don't need gold. I want the truth. I know you don't need gold. I can't give you the truth. Because I don't know it. Greg, all that I need to know is do I can I trust you? Of course you can trust me. We're going into somewhere that sounds very dangerous at this point. Yeah, and have I not had your back the entire time? What reason of doubt have I ever given you? I just want to know if your head's on straight. My head has never been on straight. I think you already know that. I just take a deep sigh. Well, I've done things in the war. And I'm that sure I'm you not, try and forget many times. That I'm not particularly proud of. I would love to forget that. I truly, I would love to. Uh, maybe I can help you with that one day. Okay. But just let me know that something like this will never happen again. Beyond my curse, I can promise that something like this will never happen again. I just give him a tap on the shoulder. Just say, keep your money. I've already taken 800. <laughs> Gregor. Yes? Please don't mention anything to either. I will keep I've, this between us. I've really enjoyed... <laughs> I've really enjoyed my time. You both. I just give him a little bit of a smile. Like, you're not bad, Rag. You're not bad. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> so you guys have just finished your conversation. Whilst that's been happening, Ivor, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I suppose I'm waiting in the tavern room, really, because I've had my water skin and a rapid, so... <laughs> you just kind of... You're literally just kind of sat just like... They're taking their time. <laughs> hmm. Looking chill. Um, okay, in which case then, Rag and uh, Gregor, you... <coughs> Actually, roll me a perception check, both of you, just before, as you're kind of like turning around to like head back in. I mean, uh, Rag. Yes. Oh, he's nice to roll. Uh, ah, shit, I'll just put that dice up in that section. Just 16. Things. I can't see what it is. So Roll again, then. Uh, what was that? Sorry? 16. Yeah, 16. 16. Well. 16. Okay. So, <clears throat> as you are, um, as you're about to head back in, you both kind of hear more cracking and stumbling and stuff like that, and then... Out of the forest bounds a horse-sized bibbit, covered in blood. <laughs> covered ah, head bibbit. to toe in blood. Am I still next to Gregor? Yep. Oh, he kind of like literally, he bursts through the tree line and kind of like lands right in front of you both, like just covered in blood as you're just like stood next to each other. I run to him and Holy tell us! Chuck the, chuck the new my crystal over his neck. Do, uh, I, do, do I see this big 
horse of a dragon, what Prince was. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what you guys need to roll against, because you're going to have to roll against I'm, each other for this. I'm not trying to hide it. From oh, okay. No, no, uh, in which case, Gregor, yeah. Okay, Gregor, yes, you see that he's the size of a horse now, and Bimit is kind of like, and his bones kind of like go back down, and he's now the size of a Saint Bernard dog. So a bit, quite a big, quite a big dog size. He's gotten bigger since the last time I saw him. Uh, yes, he has got bigger. It turns out now, if you Crumb taught me this, but if you feed him a single gold piece. He increases in size. I just take out a gold coin. <laughs> okay. Be mindful of what you're doing here, though, because the bigger he gets, the more we have to feed him. And uh, it, it reduces his lifespan. Bimit, would you like a gold coin? Just like, eyes wide, just, he does what? You didn't tell him, did you? Tell him no, what? No, I, no, I didn't tell him. No, uh, sorry, Bimit. Yeah, <clears throat> the more we, of these we feed you, the less you're going to live. So it's to you whether you want to naturally grow or financially grow. <laughs> how long does <laughs> how long does dragons live for? Bimit's going to roll his own check against himself. <laughs> Bimit okay with a little bit of gold. Just chomps on the gold. You see watch, him go... Watch him, watch him. You see him go from the size of a St. Bernard... ...to... You see him go from the size of a St. Bernard... ...to... A Newfoundland. Wow. So it's kind of got massive. Like, <laughs> you know the massive, massive dogs. Probably the biggest dogs there are. The only one I can mm -hmm. think is Great Dane. Biggest dogs there are. Great Dane. Even bigger than that. No, no. So, yeah. so, so, so uh, yeah. The the yeah. The I think Great Danes might be taller, but they're less Probably. heavy. You're probably looking about here than I if it stood on its four legs. Like a, almost like a fucking direwolf. Yeah, think of it this way. A St. Bernard weighs between like 64 to 120 kilograms. Oh, um, in, in terms of height, they're about 90 centimetres tall. Whereas a Great Dane is... Holy shit! Yeah, that's... I was going to say, a Great Dane is um, like 81 centimetres tall. Whereas a, um, where can I find you? A Newfoundland is much bigger. Whew. My word, Bimit. You gotta get big. I just give him a little pat on the head. Bimit's now almost the size of kin. Uh, you, you and he's not far off. You want to see something even better? Go on. I'll take the crystal off his neck. Now watch. His bones kind of start popping and stuff again. His wings kind of spread out even wider. They're almost, they almost don't fit in this little clearing of the forest anymore now. He's gone from the size of a small horse to a large-ish horse. He's gone from like seven hands tall Shire to horse. about 10. 
He's gone from about seven hands tall to about ten hands tall. So the size of a normal adult horse, I would say. Not quite a stallion yet, but he's getting he's getting to that height. <laughs> I just let out a big laugh. You happy with that, Gregor? I'll throw the pistol back over his neck. No, give me small again. You're not that small. This can't be good for his joints. If it's just popping out every time. Let me to not feel it. Magic. Magic. Ready to go on an adventure, Bimit? Bimit ready. Does Bimit get to set things on fire and eat? Gold for his hoard. Sometimes, Bimit. Sometimes. Mm. Very well. We'll see. Huzzah. Right, let's go back in. Let's meet up with Ivan. Say, so you guys. Stay outside. Can Bimit hunt again? No, Bimit doesn't need to hunt. I'm sure you've your fit for the night. Well, yes, but hunting is fun. Yes, well, maybe hunt tonight, okay? You might Huzzah. get to hunt some cultists. Nighttime is a good time to hunt. In what are cultists? Cultists are food. Delicious. Just a little, just laugh a little grin again, and she's like, "Come on, let's go inside. Need a drink." Really? You guys head inside then. Um. Bimit stay. Bimit not dog. <coughs> but very well, Bimit stay. Not because you told him to, but because Bimit wants to stay outside. It's in his teenage years. Bimit. Stay. Just kind of like raises one of his clawed hands and just shuffles over slightly. <laughs> All while keeping eye contact with you. Stay. Shuffles back to the other side, keeping eye contact with you. Then Bimit doesn't get stay. You see a deep intake of breath, he raises his head, and then just blasts out a bunch of fire. This fire does actually blast through the tree line this time, rather than the one that was the small little one that was the previous night from his happiness. This blast of fire just literally goes straight through the tree line. When Muslims coming toe. through. When Bimit does his toll, Bimit gets stuck. I don't know if I can lean into that joke or not, it's too ridiculous. <laughs> Bimit just glares at you. I was interested in that. That's not the time for that joke. If I come back out and you stayed, Bimit will get a steak. Two steaks! Two steaks! I've offended the talent by that point. Two steaks! Yeah, I'm in the tavern. I'm in the tavern at this point. You just uh, Bimit hates it here. You're not Bimit's real parents. <laughs> well, he's a uh, he's a proper baby still, as you can see, Gregor. He's a teenager now. Yeah, maybe. Bimit could run away in this town for good. <laughs> then I can't continue that joke anymore. It's too fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, so you went to the tavern. Um, Ivok, have you have you gone down the stairs yet? Yeah, I've just seen myself sat in the tavern, just waiting for these two. Yeah, so at this point, everyone else is downstairs as well. 
Amrius is pretty much stood next to you, Ivok, and he's just looking over everyone. Well, I do so. We seem to be too short at the moment. Your companions, Ivok, do you know where they are? No, they've just gone outside. Just oh, for a moaning stroll, yes, of course. Yeah, it seems to be their way. Uh, you're such secrecy amongst team members will not do. However, I suppose over the next two weeks, whilst we are all travelling, that is plenty of time for us to all get to know each other very well. No, no, no secrecy. They just do their morning walks. Mm, very well, very well. Well, once they have returned, we shall set off post-haste. Can I, um... Sorry, go on, lad. No, I was just going to say, oh, speaking of which, because you've been walking in, weren't you? <laughs> yep, at that point they open. Can I see Amrius as I walk in? Yes, the doors open and Amrius is stood chatting to... Not really chatting to Ivok, he's like stood facing towards where the door is, but talking at the same time to Ivok. I stand next to Ivok and just said, have a good rest. Aye, I did. You? I saw you there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, feeling a lot better now. Feeling a lot better. Good, good. Yes, you had a bit of a mood on you yesterday, didn't you? Yes, I was just a bit pissed off uh, about Bragg. It's just about my pay. You didn't Your pay? pay? Well, he owed me 400 gold, didn't he? Oh, did he? I yes. completely forgot. What yes, was that? I, was getting, I was getting a bit ticked off that he wasn't going to pay. Yeah, was going to pay me. Oh, with the Fighters Guild. Yes, that's the one. But uh, it's all sorted now. Yes. And I was going to go a bit quiet when I think about Fighters Guild. And I'm going to walk over to Amrius. Just for, for Ivok, the sound kind of fades out and he hears the crackling of fire and the screams of people. He's having a PTSD flashback. Must focus. <laughs> you, just, you just hear um, the song... Um, the Sam and Garfunkel songs just start playing, just, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I was thinking of Lila Lai. <laughs> so, yes, Rag, you are heading over to Amrius. Yeah. Uh, Amrius. Let's do a boy, what is... What is the matter, dear boy? Uh, there's nothing a matter, I just wanted to pre-warn you, um... That our little, well, maybe not so little anymore, dragon friend has, um, let's just say he's growing exponentially. <laughs> Covered in <laughs> blood. He'll be cleaning himself off. He'll be cleaning himself off. You speak. know those town people? They're no longer in town. <laughs> So yeah, you you see Anrius's like monocle just kind of not the monocle itself, but you see his eyebrow raised behind the monocle, exponentially grown. You were saying, how did that happen? Yeah, uh, well, it's a it, it's complicated, but um, I think it will work in our favour, to be honest. But I just wanted to pre-warn you that it's uh, it's larger than well since the last time you saw him. Very well, I will keep it in mind. He's growing fast. Okay, very well. He must have hit 
I think it's his hit the growth spare. I don't really know much about dragon's growth and how long it takes. They live for a very long time. I don't know whether I thought maybe they grow in a slow way, but he's great. He's already kind of zoned out of what you're saying a little bit. He is taking note of it, but he's just kind of like, Abchardia boy, do you remember to keep an eye on Bimit as it were? If he is growing incredibly fast, we may need to uh, incapacitate him if he becomes uh, problematic for the, uh, for the expedition. Oh, no, no, I don't think he'll become problematic. Um, I just wanted to ask you the question whether you think it's still a wise idea to keep the, um, the crystal around his neck. It's really well, it would... slightly, but... Yes, yes, but it only goes to a certain point, does it not? At some certain point, a dragon, even with this new mind crystal on, or, or, well, even with the necklace on to shrink its size down, it will no longer be a fade dragon if it is both the size of a small dog, so there is, of course, the question of, is it worth having a small dragon that everyone knows is a dragon nonetheless, or a medium-sized dragon. Personally, dear boy, I do not have a strong opinion one way or another until we, of course, return to Salt Harbor. Then we will have uh, to have course. a good think about that. Yeah. Well, you see, the thing is, I just thought I'd mention it because uh, I don't believe he's, he's too happy with, with, him, with his reduced size. I think he I think it's fair to say he wants to be a dragon. A dragon it's would, of course, to wish to be a dragon, yes. Try and keep him, let's say, it feels maybe lost, locked in a box, let's just put it that way, with this new man crystal around him. So I just thought I'd ask him first. Very well. Uh, Ebchar, what do you what do you think, dear boy? Do you think it is a smart idea for him to be his true size? And uh, Ebchar just kind of like, he's, he, even though it's only like eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning, he's he just kind of like, he's got a drink in a, I've got the name of it already. GAB yeah. has just literally drank out of one. Tankard. Tankard. Why do I keep forgetting that word tonight? Because we don't um, use that he, term anymore. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, so he's just drinking from that, just slams it down, just like, well, Hmm. I suppose if the dragon has got to a size... God, that's not his voice at all. God, that's more crumb voice than anything else, fucking hell. Um, so kind of slams his tanker down. Well, I suppose if he has got to the size, even with the necklace on, which is obvious that he is a dragon, there is no harm nor good keeping the necklace on. So at that point... I believe it becomes a case of what makes the dragon more comfortable and what is less likely to lead to a dragon attacking a village, attacking people, and attacking our party. However, however, Ragnarok, I will make one very serious warning. If he attacks anyone within the party, without due reason, of course, on your head, be it, and on his, head, on his head taken off. Listen, listen. As long as we, as long as we keep him fed, then everything will be fine. As long as we 
either keep him fed or allow him to hunt in his own time during the, let's say, the evenings. Uh, it, it, it won't impact us at all. But the main, the main, I am... the main concern is making sure that he's, he's got sufficient food. I am reticent on letting him hunt by himself. Uh, this amrist just pipes in, yes, yes, uh, that is a slippery road. A dragon must be able to hunt, yes, yes. However, a juvenile dragon such as Bimit hunting by itself, that can only be a recipe for disaster. He comes across a village whilst he is hungry and, well, you can imagine what will happen. Yes, but yes, he does what will happen he does is listen. he must be... Mm. He does listen. I mean, you know, a dragon will do what he needs to do if there's no other option, but with the options... It might be wise, know. it might be wise of you to go hunting with him. That way, you can point out what is safe for him to devour and what is not. Deers, fine. Rabbits, fine. Humans, elves and tieflings. Not fine. No, Cobalts, it depends on the situation and if people yes, are watching. Yes, yes, I understand. You, he, he already knows that, but if you would like me to keep a closer eye on him, then that is what I will do. I believe I would. I have no doubt my father would. Just, I mean, just kind of nods. And the rest of the expedition group, well, they have not really seen Bimit's true form, or even Bimit himself. They just seem to think that he was a fey dragon wrapped around your neck. So you may wish to talk to them about it. The who? The, exp the rest of the expedition group. After all, they will be traveling with Bimit. So maybe tell them that they are traveling with a dragon. At this, at this, you almost like comical timing. As he's saying this, you can just hear um, outside rain, or just like he is shouting. And as he's shouting, and you focus, you're hearing a bit more. You can just hear, "Holy hell, there's a dragon!" WHAT THE HELL IS A DRAGON DOING HERE?! Do we hear this? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get up and run out. <laughs> yeah, I'll run out as well. Yeah, I joined them. Whoa, 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 He's good dragon, good dragon. <laughs> you, you get there just as he's pulling a fist back, and Bimit's just like... Uh, dragons don't generally... Well, yeah, they do. He's got a bit of a quizzical look on his face. His, eye, his eyebrows are just kind of, like, pursed. He's just like tilting his head slightly as this elf is just pulling his fist back. Get out of the way, there's a dragon! And I'm no, gonna no. fucking shit! No, no, it's a good one. Uh, granted, he's covered in blood, but it's a good one. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a good one. No, he, he seems like a dragon that needs a punch! No, he doesn't need a punch. He likes punches. You'll be doing him a favour. Hmm... <laughs> No punches, no punches. Good, good stay, Bimit. Throw him another steak. Yeah, he's good. He's with us. He'll be. Bimit literally just jumps in the air and eats the steak. Bimit stayed because Bimit wanted to, not because Kin told him to. Exactly. We'll pat him on the neck and say, just like a, just like a pet dog. 
Bimit nips at you. Like, tries to bite your hand, but it just captures you. See? He's attacking. No, you need to but... punch. Just walks up to him, like, literally, like, inches away. You don't look playful. You look evil. And evil I... things need killing. Can I just turn to Bibbit and talk in my draconic voice? You can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Draconic. Uh, Bibbit, this is our companion. He's not food. And that's it. Sorry, yeah, I also just needed to check if Raynor could understand that. Oh. Um, Bibbit's just like. <laughs> Elf seems like food to Bimit. Elf angers Bimit. He angers a lot of people. That's his personality. Mm. His personality might be being eaten. I take it this is all intracotic, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I just, I just give a little laugh. It's like, unfortunately, not. Little elf best watch little elf's words. I'll tell him that. I just go over to the elf and just say, Be nice to the dragon. <laughs> oh, what? Sorry, is that Bimit his actual size? No. no, at this point he's still in his small form. Can I just go over and just take the necklace off? You do, yeah, and again you just hit <laughs> as his bones and stuff just expand to their normal size. Like I say, he is a largest horse size now, basically. Because I don't think you would win against him. Well, you'd be surprised, but... Mm, just kind of looks up at him. If he tries to bite me, I'm gonna punch him. Oh, look at that. Blimey. He's got bigger. Have you been feeding him gold? Uh, I just turned to Rags, like, maybe one. Yeah, Gregor needed a demonstration, I would. Yeah, that's, that's uh, fair enough, but just remember, you're killing him with that stuff, don't I, you? We did, we did. <clears throat> this time we did tell Bimit that Bimit was willing to take it anyway. I, I don't really think he's of an age. He could be. I was going to say, can uh, I look at Bimit? Decisions as such. No, well, to be honest, I think he is as feral, well, as tame as we could possibly think he is. He's he's feral. Yeah, can I can I have a look at Bimit? And can I? See kind of what age he's uh, come up to be. If that makes sense. Um, roll me a nature check, but with advantage, seeing as obviously his genealogy is similar to yours. He's doing that then. Can I say to Reno? Uh, well, come on, Reno. Let's go and get an ale. 
You're driving hard bargain, but yeah, sure, let's go get a nail. Alright. What was it again? Uh, nature. So, Rag, you and Rena head back in. Um, and yeah, I, uh, Gregor, you're checking. Two. <laughs> Are you sure he's a dragon? <laughs> Are you sure you're a dragon born for that matter? <laughs> He's got bigger, that's for sure. That's all you can tell. What am I? <laughs> I just look a bit depressed, is that? What is life? <laughs> right, anyway. Wait a minute. Did you eat... What did you mm. eat last night? <laughs> well, first off, we might eat some gold. That's kin and... Of a king gave Bimit. Yes, I understand that. We'll be discussing about that later. Bimit also ate three rabbits. Apparently, twenty deer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think we need to put and you on a diet, my friend. <laughs> so, 14 pigs. Definitely a, di a diet. Bimit was very hungry. Apparently. I hope that's not going to be a daily need of yours. Bimit would believe that Bimit no longer has to eat for another... eight days. Fantastic. Well, as long as there wasn't any humans or any creatures that on your list, I'm fine. Shifty eyes. Do we find Embryus Reed? Uh, I believe I've gone into the tavern. Yeah, yeah. Rag and Raina have already gone into the tavern. Anris is in the tavern as well. Shall we get going? Well, I'm ready to go, so I'm gonna probably just hang about out here. Okay, so yeah, Ivor, you're hanging out with Bimit for another minute or so, and then the doors open, and yeah, you see the rest of the group just kind of walk out. As they do, um, Amrius takes center, uh, takes the front, and just kind of steps forward, looks back at you all. For a split second, he kind of looks at Bimit and just, oh wow, he really has got quite big now, hasn't he? Could be problematic, hopefully he won't be. Nonetheless, expedition group, today we set off on our crew leg to the Menel Peaks. Yeah. It is could be a help, I What, the dragon? Of course he could be a help. He could scout above, for all we know. Exactly. That said, it is going to be a long and arduous trek to Menel Peak. There are difficult biomes to traverse and lots of random things that could happen almost random encounters as it were could last anywhere between two weeks as in you know uh, two weeks which feel around about three to four hours or it could even take longer than that like four to six weeks which would then feel more like 12 hours surprisingly enough but we shall see how it all goes, and if everything goes to plan, we shall arrive at Menel Peaks 
and be able to enter the mithril mines and then we will be able to finally finally seek out the temple of Merkel. And on that note, as you may have noticed, I have quite a penchant for speeches. On that note, my expedition introduction speech is over. Now we'll let Ebchar take the lead in directing us to where we wish to be. At that, Ebchar just kind of walks, walks forward, just, right, listen up. We're going to start walking now. We'll stop around about midday. We'll have our food, and we'll start walking again. We're not going to stop for anything or anyone that needs help. They're not on an expedition. We are. And we're going to continue walking till we can't walk. And we're going to rest, sleep up, walk, eat, rest, walk, eat, rest. If any of you've got a problem with that, well, it's tough because you signed up. So, don't fall behind. Don't die. Yes! <laughs> Just kind of takes a bow at Gregor clapping. Well, On that note, let's leave. Well, that's not in spiders. I don't know what will. <laughs> and as the group finally, finally sets off for the <laughs> expedition properly, it's... If they set up, <laughs> are walking down. Rag and Rain are finally finished drinking, and they exit, and they see that the entire group are like, they can see the entire group, but they're about half a mile away. <laughs> As they start, you know, trying to catch up back to them and stuff, I think we'll end it there. The Reaper, the Maelstrom, and the Thief is a Dungeons and Dragons show by Rollcast. Rollcast has been JB as Ragnarok, Coogan as Gregor the Last, Gareth Ryan as Ivor Mylat, and Tom Crab as the DM. Intro, midpoint, and outro music were provided by JB. Editing and sound mixing was done by Tom Crab. We'd also like to thank the following for allowing us to use their music and ambiences: Alexander Nakarada, Darren Curtis Music. Fantasy Realm, Michael Gelfi Studios, Sword Coast Soundscapes, and The Seventh Midnight. Full links to all tracks used in this episode can be found in the description, and as usual, if you're wanting to elevate your own sessions or bring that creative spark to your writing, then these tracks are highly recommended. If you want to support Rollcast, then check out our socials. Check out our page on Facebook on facebook.com forward slash cast that role. Follow and tweet at us on Twitter using the handle at castthatroll, and subscribe to our YouTube channel using the handle at castthatroll. You'll be able to get episode updates and random bits of lore and information on both Twitter and Facebook, and our YouTube page has all of our current episodes up in a visual format. Don't want to watch, but still want to listen? We got your back. Look for Rollcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Good Pods, and all other podcast platforms. Episode 9, How Not to Train Your Dragon, releases on the 8th of March, so we'll see you all then.
Before we start again, I'm just going to go to the loo and refill this because it is almost empty and it's fucking stone cold now. And if you guys are going to be fucking talking to Drablon, I'm going to need it. I've been oh, yes. it to be nice, to be honest, because I want to ask you about this god <laughs> thing he's got this thing. But I'm like, oh, yeah, but, you know, your voice. <laughs> no, no, feel free, feel free to go for it. I just kind of leaned into it a little bit too much. I think I know how to do it without hurting myself. Okay. It's mainly because I had to remember what his voice sounded like on the fly, because I not practiced his very much at all. What do you think of the diplomatic um, difficulties of this area? <laughs> it's all fucked. 